Christ. It's fucking loud. I'm trying to work on the intro and all the sound stuff. It's extremely loud. So when I originally recorded my first podcast, I wasn't really on any of the directories yet. As of right now, I am on Spotify, and that's super cool. It's a lot easier to get on Spotify than it is Apple. Apple's um, giving me the silent treatment. They said they'll they'll get back to me. Basically, to submit your stuff, you need uh, some artwork, and you basically need a podcast and an episode, and you kind of submit all that, and they'll let you know. Uh, it says it takes five to business days, could take two weeks. We're now in the two-week range, so... <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. But Spotify, what's good? Thank you for hosting Six Figure Quitter Podcast. So, first off, there's a couple things I just wanted to go over. Um, so, I live like in the woods, in the mountains, <clears throat> and... Everyone comes here, and they just start acting silly. Let me tell you something. If you're turning your van into a home or something, or you're putting your fucking camper on wheels, and you're taking your family, you're homeschooling, driving around, if you're taking an old school bus and turning it into a two-bedroom, I don't fucking care. I don't. If you're talking to someone that has a house, and you're just like, yeah, I'm turning my van into fucking, alright, cool, I don't care, holy shit, it's like a stupid idea, probably shouldn't do that, it's like, yeah, I'm selling my house, I'm just like, gonna uh, fucking get a van, and I'm gonna put a Nintendo 64 in it, in a fucking twin-sized bed, dumb idea, <laughs> people are just convinced themselves, just like, uh, go like, what is it, vagabonds. Just like traveling around, not giving a shit. <clears throat> yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. I have a house. And, uh, yeah. And that's really big where I'm from. A lot of people, they just move here and they want to just be like a part of nothing. And they want to live in the woods and turn fucking short buses into single family homes. Um,. It's weird. Another thing I was thinking about is why don't they... I mean, I know why. But why don't they make video games for, like, fucking rich people? So they got all these games where... And I haven't played video games in a while. Like I used to play Halo and Halo 2 and all that shit's awesome. But I see, like, all these games where you can buy... You can use real money... <clears throat> and you can buy like dumb shit that doesn't even make you any better in the game or help you level up. Uh, like different, they call them skins, like outfits. So your your guy can be purple or this crazy, stupid ass outfit that coincides with maybe a new movie that's out, and you can only get it if you have mommy and daddy's credit card. So listen, if there's a market for, you know, people just buying an afro for their Call of Duty character. Well, holy shit, why don't we just make games for, like, rich kids where, you know, you log on, it's just like, yeah, like, dude, if you're poor, you're fucked. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Just, like, you need to... 
you need to buy your guns, bro. <clears throat> and if you can't afford it, you just get like a, a rock and that's it. That would be crazy. That's the shit that they should do. If they're going to just make you pay or train your kids to steal your credit card so they can buy a fucking goddamn like orange ski mask for their Call of Duty character, they need to make <clears throat> they need to make it so it's just like, yeah, like Timmy bought the bazooka and it's $100 and like none of us can afford that, so he just fucking kills everyone. And this game sucks now. Well, it sucks for you. <clears throat> Because you're poor in the game. You probably shouldn't be here. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> I don't know why they, you know, haven't made a game like that. Lastly, uh, last week, kind of hoping to put a cap on what's going on with my knee. Weirdest, probably worst injury I've ever had. This one's up there with knocking my tooth out. Um... Septic bursitis, and my understanding is that it's just bad infection in the bursa of the knee, but because it's septic, if it's not taken care of, it can travel around and make the body feel all shitty, so that's why I had a fever, and basically since October 5th, I've been on antibiotics, and I just came off a few days ago, and my stomach's all messed up, um, and my knee is like 95% better, but if you look at it, it's still a little swollen um I still have some like swollen gland stuff going on so I, I don't know it's pretty scary definitely get health insurance um learn that lesson John Jones uh still considerably a piece of shit he tweeted the other day basically making a <clears throat> A list of like what you need to do before you're allowed to call him out. You know, saying you need to win a title, you then need to defend your title twice, and then you're allowed to call me out. And people are like, "All right, that's cool, but you just you're you're a wife beater. You beat up women, so fuck you." Um, so nothing's really changed. Everyone's ripping on him. It's I'm surprised. I mean, who you know what's crazy about John Jones? It's obvious that he has no handler. <clears throat> He is, I don't want to say he's similar to Connor because I think Connor might have learned his lesson a little bit, but John Jones is one of the people because he's just so big and he's so awesome and because he's the best, probably what John Jones says goes. He probably doesn't have anyone that's, that's, that's handling him. Everyone in his squad is probably a yes man. And if you do that for too long, what's going to happen is you're going to end up alone. Right? If everyone in your entourage is just fucking agreeing with you for years and they all think that you're the best and you know and here's the thing, it was working. I mean John Jones is the best. He's been winning. But they're all just agreeing with you. No one's checking you on your shit. Um no one's telling you to turn your social media off. No one's telling you to stop drinking. You're gonna end up all alone. And the reason is because when they finally do be like, Hey, hey man, hey man, maybe you know, maybe call it an early night, put the bottle down, and don't go out tonight. You're just going to be like, yeah, fuck you. You're fired. <clears throat> that's like the first time you've ever heard it before because he's just been like a yes man for you the whole time. And I feel like John Jones is just like alone on his island right now. He doesn't have anyone that can like check his ass or like have a real, you know, man-to-man conversation with or anything. Just get through to the dude. Probably turn off all your social media. Um... Figure your shit out. 
pay a bunch of fines, go to court, go to jail. It's going to be ugly how this is going to, you know, play out these next few months. It has the potential to be very ugly. Going back, it's sad because I said this isn't the first time this has happened. Domestic violence in their family. So maybe, you know, presses won't be charged. Or charges won't be pressed. There's my dyslexia. See, everyone says they had dyslexia. But they actually don't. That's fucked up. No, I'm just playing. But... Domestic violence has probably happened in their household before. It's obvious that the state might press charges, but I don't know if she's going to. So this could somewhat maybe get brushed under the rug. Who knows? Um, Or she could press charges and this whole thing's going to get super, super ugly. So yeah, he should turn off all his social media. No one is going to respect anything that he's talking right now. He doesn't really have a leg to stand on. And he needs to have like a real comeback. Like some type of like spiritual comeback. Holy shit. See, <laughs> this dude needs to go to rehab. Like, <laughs> right? Holy shit. Like this dude just needs to go to fucking rehab. I figured it out. He needs to go to really nice rehab and he's going to get a one-on-one therapist. He probably needs some meds. Um, And he needs to get off drugs and alcohol and they need to like teach him that his mental illness is... Uh, comorbidly just going to explode with substance abuse so he needs to just chill and maybe he'll do alright who knows the division is a lot well I don't want to say it's better with Connor gone because Connor's been gone for a while but I don't even know why I'm talking about him we got Michael Chandler and Justin Gaethje coming up this weekend that's really cool um, I don't know if this podcast will go live before that happens, but I always said this. I don't really like other sports. I don't like football. I don't like hockey. I don't like golf. And I've always been like so disgusted about all these people that are playing uh, fantasy football. And they're just like, I don't want to say like dick riding these dudes. They're just like fanboying, like really heavy. And they're like adults, right? Like. No, I mean, but but the fantasy is different. They're not really fanboying. They're just kind of like staying in touch with what's going on with each one of their players. But if you're like, I, I, regardless, the whole fanboy thing, and I love this guy and fucking Peyton Manning, and you know Tom Brady's the best and all that. I never understood it <clears throat> until I found Michael Chandler because that dude is so fucking cool, straight up, so awesome. Everything about the guy. He's a stud. He went to uh, D1 college. Went to Ms. U. He's got a super hot wife. He has like a black adopted kid. Uh, he is totally articulate. He's going to go on and have like probably a, a, a sports commentating career. He was a, like a champion. Uh, lost his belt. Had a, all, this, all this crazy stuff. The guy is like just fucking so cool. He's like a really nice, he's like a good person. Seems like he does good things. I mean, I could be wrong, but just just from what I'm seeing on Instagram um, and YouTube, and I, I, you know, what I'm saying is I fanboy over that guy so hard. I'm super excited. If he could just like be like, hey, Colt, whatever it is you're doing, I don't know. Keep doing it. You're the man. That would just, you know, be the best gift ever. So, whatever. 
Uh, but he's fighting this weekend, and I wish him the best of luck. He's going to fight Justin Gaethje, who really, really, really considerably maybe stole the soul from Tony Ferguson and kind of took him out of the out of the runnings. That fight is going to be disgusting. It is going to be disgusting. Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. <clears throat> they came out and said that, you know, they made like a bet that who's going to take the first step backward. That's crazy. Uh, my fear is that Michael Chandler's lost his chin because this dude's been in it a long time. There's a couple guys that have been in it for a long, long time. Um, I mean, he's fought Eddie Alvarez a couple times. You think about how old Eddie is. He's been in a different division. He was in Bellator when, like, their cameras and, like, ring and shit look different. Um, he's been around a while. And if you kind of see his downfall, it's come from weird shots where he gets dropped. And you could say, oh, it was perfect. It was behind the ear. But, you know, this dude used to stand and bang. And now, you know, he's getting caught on the other end of other people's highlight reels getting dropped. So, we haven't seen that yet with Justin Gaethje. You know, we haven't really seen him lose his chin. But it's close. Like, with the way that guy fights, uh, you don't last too long. Really. I mean, it's it's kind of like a, like a Arturo Gatti, Mickey Ward style type fighting. Like, you know, take three to give two. But the two he lands are like crazy. And he like knocks your jaw off. And that's kind of, kind of the story with a lot of, uh, the rounds that I saw with Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. And Justin Gaethje just took his hat off round after round. So Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm scared, to be honest. I actually am scared for Michael. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't really like calling fights because I'm always wrong. So I'm just going to be really excited. I'm going to root for, root for, root for that dude. Because uh, he seems to be doing good shit with the world. And he's like an awesome wrestler. I'd love to take a private lesson from him and kind of um, just see, you know, what he does to how he makes it up. He probably has a really nasty guillotine, I bet. He can probably just like chop someone's head off. But that's it. Uh, so hoping my knee gets 100% better. And just trying to keep it a surprise, but. I'll tell everyone here, because I've already told my wife that we're getting another bulldog. <clears throat> because I need a son. And his name is Goro. I'm like the guy with four arms from Mortal Kombat. And uh, we're pretty excited. Um, I'd messaged a good friend, Jason, um, that had... A litter of dogs few years back. And there's a big difference between. Well. I don't know if I'll explain it or get into it today. Because it's a touchy subject. And it really does. It's a conversation that it, it needs. It needs its own time. And I don't want to rush it. But we take very very special care. Where we. Uh, find our bulldogs. Um, very special care. Bulldogs are a lot different. Um. 
you know, they have a lot of specific health needs and you just need to make sure that you're getting them from someone, a good, a good friend that you can really, really trust. Uh, and, you know, from a good, good, you know, long family of people that have, you know, had bulldogs in their families for a long time versus going to like a pet store or something like that, which is just fucking horrible or getting a dog off Google. Um, cause there's a lot of puppy mills, Lancaster bulldogs, fuck you. That's a puppy mill. Lancaster dogs, essentially a lot of the main websites that hit and rank highly on Google are just large scale puppy mills that route you to, um, probably four or five puppy mills in the Ohio or Pennsylvania area. And you don't really realize it until you go to pick up your animal. And another thing, anyone that says they're going to ship an animal on a plane, don't do that. Honestly, don't do that. I don't care how reputable a breeder you think you are. You're going to ship a dog on a plane. That is a really bad idea. Doubling down, if anyone is going to ship any type of brachiophallic animal on a plane, so that's going to be a French bulldog, a pug, an old English bulldog. I don't really want to say a pit bull, but I'm talking more of like your flat face, scrunchy, you know, bulldog type face. Those uh, stand for a large majority of the animal deaths on planes because they can't fucking breathe. The air is too thin. You know, you don't bring a bulldog on a plane. Drive and go get it. Come on. So those are some just immediate red flags. But like I said, that that's a very touchy subject. And that whole thing about animals and dogs and how we found Monster. And then also how we found B. She's our French bulldog that we adopted. Um, that's a whole other conversation I'd love to get into. And maybe I'll invite my wife to. And uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, motherfucking baby Goro coming November 15th. I'm going to drive down to Chesapeake Bay, Virginia. I'm probably going to train for a day. I'm going to find a a gym to to train there. Um, Yeah, if there's anyone listening, if they want to host me for a seminar workshop, or I'll just come and, you you know, see what you got going on. Uh, I'll be in the area, Chesapeake Bay, Virginia. I'm probably going to stay the night and in the morning, grab the dog and come back. And super excited. So, that's it. Be prepared. This could be really loud. Peace.